200 episodes 200 episodes that's like at least 200 hours of us talking oh my god <laughs> can you believe it patricia i can't can you... what are you guys doing listening to us what's happening <laughs> well i no, mean we not... want them we want, we them want to you listen to, to we want you to listen and now it's a pandemic so now it's actually like a really good time to listen to binge binge all 200 plus episodes of the podcast how crazy this is crazy we we started this on what was it like uh 2014 2015 2015 we started it no 2014 you know what i can't remember now something tells me it's all a blur no 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 it was 2014 i think i i said 26 or 20 oh my god i i don't i i i am all tongue-tied i think it was 2014 what would it be autumn or what yeah, it was like the end of 2014. Like it was like autumn going into winter is when we started this. Okay, that's a good season. Yeah, because I remember um, I had just moved to Japan in 2013. Mm-hmm. And you and I didn't meet up in person until like, I don't know, sometime in 2014, like the spring or something. Because mm-hmm. I remember you and I went to... Oh, the spring. Once Upon a Time. We went to the the opening of Once Upon a Time together. No, wait, wait. Even before that, we did. Was it before that? Yes, it was. I was with my friend um, at the park, and mm-hmm. it was when we had spring events still, and it was a oh, rainy yes, day. Yes, yes, yes. It was a rainy day, and we happened to be able to like go up to the fence and see the little barge going around. I remember that. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Wow. That was over six years ago. Yeah. And we did then. And then after that, I think we went to Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Was when the it next first big opened. thing. And it, and we were, I think it was, I think it was also kind of rainy. And we're like, what is this with the rain? It was rainy. Yes. I remember, <laughs> I remember the picture we took because right? we were both wearing, wearing ponchos. Wow. And then we talked, we discussed, we said we should do a podcast. No one's doing a podcast. It's just about, uh, well, at the time, Tokyo Disney Resort. Uh No one was talking about it, really. So you and I were kind of going back and forth on it. We're like, yeah, we should, we should. And then finally, we just said, we're going to do it. We're going to make a podcast. Yeah. And here we are, 200 and some plus episodes, you know, all the bonus and extra episodes we've done. We're still going. That is crazy to think. That's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> or insanity. I don't know what it could be. It could be insanity. <laughs> or both. I don't know. Well, if you're tuning in for the very first time, uh, you have 199 some more episodes to catch up on. So uh, head back to our website to tdrxport.com slash podcast. And you can go all the way back to episode one. Numero uno. Ichiban. 
<laughs> you can go back and listen to all of those. I think on iTunes or something, unless they've changed this, I have no idea. I haven't checked. Uh, they only go back 100 episodes oh. or something like that. So you're only going to see half the episodes in iTunes. So you're going to see the other half. You have to go onto the website. But yeah, 200 episodes of the TDR Now podcast. And that's not counting the bonus episodes. No. Yeah, we do bonus episodes over on Patreon too. Patreon.com slash TDR Now. You like how I did that? Very smooth. That's very smooth. That was a good transition. <laughs> that was a very good transition. Uh, yeah, supporting us on uh, on the show over on Patreon so we can keep bringing you these wonderful episodes. And for our 200th episode... Trish, you and I went on Twitter and other social media platforms, and we asked people what we should talk about. And we got quite a few responses, mm-hmm. which was nice. And as I was looking at it, I kind of thought, you know what? Everyone's kind of asking for kind of the same theme. They want us to talk about the best of, and then someone would have like a specific thing they want us to talk about. So I thought, why don't we just talk about our favorite moments from all these different things? From the podcast, like podcast moments, to Tokyo Disney in the last five years, Hong Kong Disneyland in the last five years, Shanghai Disneyland, which hasn't even been open for the last five years, mm-hmm. <laughs> Universal Studios Japan, and just other theme parks and stuff. So I thought we could talk about that. I think that's good. Sounds fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was so overwhelming and we kept putting it off and putting it. We're like, what are we going to do? I know we kept like, we didn't want to just do it without really planning and giving it some thought. Uh-huh. Didn't want to just, you know, talk about something sort of mundane. Um, and also our last, our last like few episodes from like 195 and above have been kind of, uh, I feel not like sad. we've sad, been. Sad's I feel not like the word. You, but you can hear in our voices we're kind of sad, you know. Because yeah. well, I mean, I guess, it, it, like, it's weird because we're kind of like upbeat sad, which is like a weird, a weird mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're talking yeah. about yeah, we're, we're talking about the reopening of the parks and stuff, and how that stuff has been working, and telling you to cancel your trips and stuff. So. Just a lighthearted episode. Let's just get into it. We've been talking for seven minutes already. We're not even what? in the list. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's do this. Our favorite moments from the podcast from our 200-some episodes. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go uh, first because actually yours is also one of mine. And I'm like, oh, no, he chose that. So I can't choose it. So oh. <laughs> you go because I actually really enjoyed that memory. Okay. So, well, the first one, I, I guess I already said this. I didn't even plan it this way was just simply starting the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't come from a media background whatsoever. I Traditionally, I'm a computer programmer. I got my bachelor degree in computer science. So I'm just that type of person that just likes to sit behind a computer, you know, and not really perform, I guess. Yeah. But uh i don't know things just changed in 2014 when i decided well i'm gonna be writing now and i'm gonna we're gonna do this podcast now and then eventually i started doing youtube videos as well so just starting it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was a really big thing i was so nervous 
Like if you go, like, I don't, I don't even want to listen to the first episodes, but I remember, I remember how I felt. I was so nervous to start. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like the sound of my voice. <laughs> what if people don't like it? Like, what are we going to talk about? This is so awkward. And just, uh, I had all these like things telling me not to do it, but we did it anyway. I feel like, yeah, like you, you you're like, you know what? It's out now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's I, like, oh, we did it. I don't even listen to any of the episodes that we record. Is that bad? Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I can't hear it. Well, I I listen back to them definitely. I um I do. Uh, <laughs> some of them. Well, I, I'm I mostly listen to myself. You know, we're all kind of self centered that way. You know, we're very, <laughs> we're we critique ourselves very harshly. So I listen back. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or I th- I notice like crutches that I have, like vocal crutches. You know, like saying um a lot or uh and stuff like that. So you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to go back and listen to that and kind of make myself better. You're so good. Ho- I can't. Hopefully. I'm like terrified to listen. I'm like, I'm not going to. Fair enough. My other, my other fond memory was back in 2015 when we, we did our episode on D23 Japan 2015 right in XPRA on the top floor it was right outside uh, the TGI Fridays mm-hmm. and Rody's house. Yeah. Is that on the top floor? It was, yeah. yeah. There's like that section where there's just tables and chairs outside yeah. for whatever reason. And I remember we all just went there and we had our audio equipment and we just recorded. That was so we just, fun. We just recapped what was happening. I, I love that. I love that memory because it was in the moment. We were with good friends and it was an exciting time. And it was just, I felt like like there was a, a good energy there, you know? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. In 2018, we couldn't do that because uh, <laughs> tickets were so hard to get. I mean, and there wasn't a lot going on anyway in no. 2018. So I felt like we went at like the perfect time. 2015 was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Hasn't been anything better since. <laughs> you know. Well, because I think most of the stuff was already announced at the other D23 in America. Yeah. So it was, it was more like, well, what's left for Japan that we already don't know, right? Exactly. So it was kind of, for for English-speaking Disney fans, it was a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. Because we knew most of what was happening. And then... Whatever stuff that was announced in 2018 was so Japan-specific, eh, didn't really matter. So, yeah. Uh, was, what about you? What about you? Podcast, favorite um, favorite moments? Well, like you, I love Halloween and I love spooky stories. And one of my favorites that we did was, there was a couple of Halloween episodes that we did. One was one about the lore of Hightower Hotel and the backstory And they, at one point, had this website that went, like, into heavy detail. It was like a choose-your-own-adventure, like... Like a like I guess like a visual novel on the website, right? That you could play, and we did like a whole backstory of that, and like the story of SEA, and that was really fun. And I we also did one episode that was like the scary, like 
the maybe the real in quotation marks scary stories at the park like oh right. you know like the urban legends or the spooky stories about the parks themselves right yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember that oh that, those were good those are great episodes i think another one of mine um oh I was gonna say bonus episodes. That's that's what's in the notes oh. for yours. I'm sorry, I took your thunder. I didn't mean to do that. No, that's okay. Because I think a lot of these, um, of course, they're gonna overlap because they, you know, the the really good memories. That's what they're like because we we share those memories. So of course, yeah, the bonus episodes are fun. Uh, we we do one per month over on Patreon, and they're unfiltered, uncensored. So there's a little bit of you know not family friendly uh language <laughs> in them but those are fun those are fun where we don't we just kind of let everything go off the cuff and i, I think that's fun mm-hmm. everyone need we everyone needs something like that right oh for sure uh just to be a little more i don't know relaxed and stuff not that these episodes are stressful these are like the regular ones are definitely not they're fun i i enjoy obviously i love doing them we love doing them so and Another thing that has been fun is having, we've had a couple guests on the show over the years. Oh, yeah. Um, one of note is Michael. I know Michael's listening from Australia. Mm-hmm. He's been on the podcast, I think, twice now. Uh, it was one of the, the Patreon rewards. Oh, for sure. And came on the show and that was fun. That was good fun having someone else on the show. And we I had, um, we had early on, we had Abby um mm-hmm. i she she's gonna kill me i don't know she does these really great youtube videos and she's on twitter and <laughs> give me a second um but she was also a guest and she was a really really lovely guest as well her disney twitter if you want to uh check up on her is at disney lorian d-i-s-n-e-y-l-o-r I-E-N, and she's a lot of good fun too and a, lo- a local that goes to the parks a lot so yeah and what else can we say about the podcast i guess we're getting a little too meta here we have a lot of other things to cover too um let's move on to tokyo disney okay yes oh my god i feel like we can do like a whole episode on this there's like so many and i feel like there's so many like stories to be told <laughs> yeah oh my goodness Okay, well, I went first on okay. the last one. You go first on this one. Um, I don't know if you remember this. My <laughs> my absolute favorite memory at the parks, and I don't recall, I think we were recording the podcast at the time, was when we went during the blizzard. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, no, we weren't recording the podcast yet because that was in spring, no, winter 2014 it was so like winter february i think it was february or something oh my gosh it was the, so cold the blizzard the blizzard of 2014 was so we, we haven't seen anything since no never like, like we i got off the bus the and it was down. up to my knees okay it was crazy this air this this part of japan basically shut down uh-huh because the snow there was just so much snow like this was canada level snow and that like never happens in this part of the country (laughs) so for me i was happy sort of because it was wet snow so that's not that great i'm used to like having tons of snow but it's all nice and dry so it's manageable but heavy wet snow just 
dumping down on you is it's a bit tough but yeah i remember we went to the parks we went to both disneyland and disney sea i fell on my butt Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because we were going, we had the little, it was a Disney Sea or Disney Disneyland. It was a Disneyland anniversary. And they had all the little checkpoints that you could do, the little light up necklace at the checkpoints, and it would like sparkle and do like a little song and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we were That's doing so all of them. <laughs> you know? I remember that. And everything was just, I was just, I remember just being soaked and cold because. It was windy uh-huh. and the snow was wet and it just wouldn't stop. Yes. And it was just, it was bad, but it was great. It was fantastic. Like the pictures, the, the pictures so that you pictures. get. So many pictures. I actually have them on the website still. And at one point uh, they made the announcement like, uh, you guys, the trains are going to stop running. You should go home. And we're like, uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, this is when I lived very far from the parks, like a good hour and a half. Mm -hmm. So I remember I left. It took me four hours to get home. I was about to say, how did you make it home? Because it was the station was a madhouse. Yeah, it was just it was a mess. It was just a complete mess. And yeah, it took me four hours to get home, but it was worth it. It was completely worth it. Oh, I Oh, I love that you included that one. That was one of my absolute hands down favorite memories. Oh, I love that. Mine was, I put a couple one, a couple of them here. Mine's kind of cheesy. <laughs> Meeting everybody in the parks over the years. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Yeah. We met so, we've met so many people in the parks over the years. So wonderful. Uh, obviously we can't name everyone because that would take a long, very long time, but it's just great. Being able to uh, meet people in the parks, people saying hi and everything, and not just people visiting, also locals as well. And mm-hmm. uh, locals being other foreigners living in Japan or like actual uh, Japanese people too that listen to the podcast and stuff. So I've been told some people use this podcast to help with their ling- or linguish. Wow. <laughs> that's ironic with their English <laughs> listening oh. abilities. So I think that's actually really cool. That's fantastic. And I'm really sorry if we're teaching you terrible English because I don't know. <laughs> Man, can you imagine, especially like for the bonus episodes when we're drinking? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. But yeah, there's so many wonderful people. And I think that, you know, you meet them and then you meet through Disney and then you become like, like friend friends after that and that's so amazing exactly i think that's it's great it brings it brings everyone together it really does seeing um brand new parades like i'm a parade person i love parades Mm -hmm. so being able to see happiness is here oh sure what um i i didn't see it when it first debuted but i did see it the year it debuted in 2013 so i did get to see it Mm -hmm. uh because it was part of the 30th anniversary parade and then, or 30th anniversary of Tokyo Disney. And then in 2018, seeing Happiness is Here go away and be replaced with Dreaming Up for the 35th anniversary parade. So I've been th- through two different daytime parades because they change them every five years here. Yeah. So that was, that was really nice. That's always and exciting, right? The funny thing is with Happiness is Here, I don't know if I've told you this story before. Mm -hmm. Back in 2011, 
I was in Walt Disney World. Was it 2011? Yeah. Uh-huh. 2011, 2011 to, into 2012. I was there over New Year's. And we were having dinner at... What's the Teppanyaki place? Oh, in, they changed the name. Well, there, there, there's two Japanese restaurants now. There's a really expe- expensive one. Right. But there's the other one. Edo, Edo Japan. That's not it. They changed, <laughs> the other... they changed the name and I, for the life of me, cannot remember it. But yeah, the the one where it's in the main building above yeah. Mitsukoshi. Yeah, the, the Teppanyaki mm-hmm. restaurant. So we were there for dinner and we were sitting with other guests and beside us happened to be a cast member who was actually working on the happiness is here parade. And at this point I didn't realize I was moving to China. I had no idea I was going to be doing that with my life. And I just remember he said, if if you're going to Japan, make sure you go to Disneyland, of course, and check out the happiness is here parade because, you know, I'm doing some stuff on it. And I said, sure, I'll make sure to do that. And I did. (laughs) (laughs) Like a year, almost two years later, which is kind of funny. Oh my goodness. I feel like we need to do a, like a full TDR episode on this. I feel. I feel like you could. Yeah. I think, I think, you know what? I think we should. I think our next episode should be that or in the next couple episodes or something. Cause we have a few more to get through. <laughs> that we uh, do. <laughs> Shanghai Disneyland. Okay. You go first. <laughs> You probably had to dig deep for this one. <laughs> okay, there was a lot that I enjoyed. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I know, I know, it can be very touchy for it. Traumatic. It's kind of it was. It, it was a trauma. It was a traumatic experience. <laughs> you go for first. me. For me, it was a completely different thing. Obviously, being able to attend the grand opening for Shanghai Disneyland, I don't think I'll ever get to do the grand opening of a Disney resort again in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening anytime soon. So being able to do that phenomenal, right? Like that's just, I remember I was so worried about not getting the tickets and everything. And I even debated if I should have gone, but I thought, well, no, Shanghai is right there. Like for, from Tokyo, it's a two and a half hour flight. It is not far. And I thought, I am this close. How could I not go? Right. And it all worked out, got tickets, got a hotel and everything and got to go to the grand opening of Shanghai Disneyland. And it was life changing, like quite literally life changing, Mm -hmm. Uh, met wonderful people. And it was just, it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I've been back to Shanghai three or four times since then as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I can't wait to go back whenever that's going to happen. Don't know. <laughs> um, and of course, with Shanghai Disneyland, like Pirates of the Caribbean, phenomenal attraction. Phenomenal. Tron, love it. It's great. And their food is weird. Like if you think Tokyo Disney no has way. weird food. Their food is so good. Well, like, it's weird in a good way. Okay, yeah. Like, if you, if you think Japan has, like, oh, Japan has quirky foods. Like, no, no, no. Shanghai has some pretty out there stuff as mm-hmm. well. Um, one of which is, like, those, like, is it steak? I can't remember. Like, they have popcorn that has vegetables in it. 
you know, like <laughs> like fro- like freeze dried vegetables or whatever. Uh-huh. It's just like you know, very strange out there kind of things. So yeah, it's not Shanghai Disneyland for me. What about you? Um, like you said, the attractions are fantastic. We really the, the food was one of the things that we really really liked. And um, my hands down favorite, I, I, I'm such a nerd. I really like athletic courses. Um, and we've done a few in Japan and Shanghai Disneyland has one in the parks. And it is so, so cool. You put on like a harness and you have to do all these different things. You have to climb and you have to like cross bridges and stuff. And it's so, so much fun. I absolutely, that was my hands down favorite thing. More than pirates, more than any of the attractions was the athletic course. <laughs> the only thing I remember from the from the athletic course oh. is the part with the waterfall. And you just see like, all these mini ears and just like <laughs> stuff gathering at the bottom. Yes. The, the, the sacrifices <laughs> to the course. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's what it is. And sometimes you would see things that, cause you're supposed to empty your pockets when you go on that bloody thing. But of course some people don't listen <laughs> and they somehow get through because last time I went on it, the cast members were pretty thorough, like making you like empty out your pockets and yeah. stuff and show them. So uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Shanghai Disneyland. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) We have past episodes that talk all about that. So you you can go back and uh, listen to some of those more in depth. Hong Kong Disneyland. Our favorite moments in the last five years. It's so hard because Hong Kong Disneyland is so great um, in so many ways, you know, and it's not just it's not just the parks, but the surrounding areas, you Mm know, Um, and uh, I've said this before, like in previous episodes on Hong Kong Disneyland. Hong Kong Disneyland for me feels like an actual vacation because <laughs> it's so laid back, right? Compared to the other Disney parks where you're just planning and planning and planning. I feel like with Hong Kong, you know, you just figure out what hotel you want to be at. You can look up the rides, which is pretty easy. And then you just kind of go. There's a couple things you need to know ahead of time. But for the most part, you just show up and you can get everything done. Especially if you've been to a Disney park before. It's a, it's a cakewalk. Yeah. Fun fun fact about me, actually. Speaking of cakewalks, I won a cake in a cakewalk once. No way. What? <laughs> I was like in grade two. And I remember, I, I don't remember what the cakewalk was for. It was a fundraiser for something. And I remember winning a cake, and I was so happy. And I think I carried it home. Can we? My, because my mom was working, so I had to, like I carried it home. And I remember, I remember the taste of the cake still because when my mom and I ate it, and my brothers and my dad, it was stale. No, <laughs> the cake was stale. It was terrible. No terrible but i remember i was so happy because i was like mom i want a cake in the cakewalk how cool is that oh my god okay can we go off topic for a moment yeah okay this is gonna sound really weird so (laughs) (laughs) i am um i'm like a first generation born in the u.s and Mm -hmm. like cakewalks are such a north american thing and I have heard about them, and they sound like amazing cakes. Walking, I've always 
wanted to see one in real life, but I haven't. And I, what, okay, what do you do in a cakewalk? You know what? Like, how do I don't you win? really. That's the first first and last time I ever done one. So my memory is probably really off on this. But it was I just remember we were in the gymnasium and we were walking in a circle. Okay. And the music was playing. It was almost like musical chairs, I think. And okay. then they stopped the music and then there was like pieces of like paper or something on the ground. Oh. And then whenever you stopped on one, you picked it up and flipped it over and if there was I don't know. Did it say cake on the back? I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember I I stepped on one and I won a cake. You know, seven year old me didn't care. I, mean, <laughs> I got a cake. You win cake. Uh, that's all that's I remember. Like the that's the most amazing I thing. I know. Ugh. Oh my god, that is so cool. I'm super jealous right now. <laughs> I'm probably really misremembering this. So someone else is probably listening, thinking, "Chris, like, what were you doing?" I don't remember. Okay, that was seven year old me. That was. Aww. Coming I up can, to 30 years ago. I can't Come imagine on. cute little seven-year-old you coming home with this cake, <laughs> with you know. cake. And then biting into it and it's stale. No. Oh, I know, but. It's still cake, but, okay. But you know what's not stale? What's not stale? The snacks at Hong Kong Disneyland. The snacks at Hong Kong Disneyland are so good. <laughs> they're good. Oh, and they're, they're look, delicious. they look really cute, too. Yeah, they do. Especially at the hotels. Uh, the Hong Kong Disneyland uh-huh. hotels. That, like, everyone listen to the podcast. You know. You know how much I love the Explorer's Lodge. It's like my favorite Disney hotel ever. And I haven't stayed at all of them, obviously. But the, the ones I've stayed in, that's my favorite. Even more than the Mirror Costa. And the Mirror Costa is pretty Ooh. up there. So, yeah. And they have really good cakes. Because they have like a little cake shop in there. Mm-hmm. So delicious and for other things at hong kong disneyland i noticed you and i kind of said the same thing here uh watching the park evolve Mm -hmm. because it's changed a lot in the last five years five six years oh for sure a lot and my first visit was until 2016 i think yours was around the same time um or just before we went when kai was in kindergarten when they had, okay. um, like, I think it was like, what was it? The Hundred Years of Magic Parade? Or Dreaming On, right? Was it Dreaming On that they, they had they had one of the TDR parades oh. and we got to see it one last time. I'm like, we sure. went during Christmas time. So he was, that was a long time ago because he's 13 now. So it had to be at least 10 years ago. Okay. So like 2006-ish, 2007, yeah. something like that. Okay. So the park would have been very young. Mm-hmm. A really, okay. really different experience, like when, from when we went later. Right, my like my first visit wasn't until 2016, and by then, like Mystic Point was already there, yeah. and uh, Grizzly Gulch and stuff. And the park, like you know, we there's no denying it. The park is small, and mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine being there without Mystic Point and Toy Story Land and uh, Grizzly Gulch. Like, just how much smaller that park would have been it was, at that time. It was teeny tiny, but it was so relaxed, and it was just so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong Disneyland just has that that charm. Yeah, it really does. And, and like, the, the, the cast member interaction with the guests has always been really, really great at that park. Oh, yeah. 
Well, and two, almost everyone in Hong Kong speaks English, especially at the park. Mm-hmm. Right. Like most people do. Like, I don't think at Hong Kong itself, like Hong Kong Disneyland, I don't think I've ever encountered someone who didn't speak English. Um, being in, in the city, that's a, that's a different story, but most people still do speak some sort of level of English. So it was just very easy to get around the park and just figure everything out, like very stress-free. And yeah, like I said, it has that charm. It really does. It, ha- it has this charm that the other parks don't have, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. And and like going back to dining, like par- like you can see um some of the some of that charm in in the dim sum, like the the meal that you can have at the hotel. It's so lovely. And it's so delicious and it's Disney-fied. <laughs> There's like Disney character dim sum, which is so amazing. And mm-hmm. it's one of my absolute favorite things at that resort. That's like the iconic thing to do mm-hmm. at Hong Kong Disneyland. It's like every park has like that one iconic thing you have to do. Like if you don't do it, did you really even go there? No, so like, don't say that though. Because what if, what if somebody missed it? You, you, you still had fun <laughs> i'm sure I mean, we all know this is just yeah. for fun like shanghai disneyland it's like pirates of the caribbean right yeah. like that's the thing you have to do hong kong disneyland um well the dim sum of course but that that's it's a little harder to do because you have to like make a reservation in advance and everything but if you want maybe you just want to stick to attractions it's like mystic, mystic manor. manor like mystic manor is the reason to go uh-huh. and then tokyo disney resorts like tokyo disneyland poo sunny hunt mm-hmm. um and some point beauty and the beast soon <laughs> soon <laughs> some, yeah soon yeah whenever that is and then tokyo disney sea well the whole park right you know it's it's unique in its own right but you know like journey to the center of the earth kind of thing or sinbad you know, those are like the iconic things that you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Hong Kong Disneyland. I love it. And I oh, I want to go back. I so know. So bad. I know. So much is happening it. right now. I'm, I'm just really glad that, you know, and my son was telling me too that he was really, really happy to go back when it was still like Hong Kong, you know? Mm-hmm. It's interesting just how different the park is going to be because, you know, Parks change over time. It's that that's just how it is. Like Tokyo Disneyland has been changing, Tokyo Disney Sea has been changing, Shanghai Disneyland's even changing, and of course the other Disney parks as well. But Hong Kong is like really changing. Like they're getting a completely different castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Frozen Land and everything and Avenger stuff. Well, hopefully. We won't get into that. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, for mo- maybe the award for most improved park <laughs> goes to Hong Kong Disneyland. Not that Hong Kong Disneyland was a bad they park. Were always, it was always good, though. Like, yeah. I, it's, you could hardly say it was a bad park. Even their no. seasonal events have always been really, really good. Like their Halloween uh-huh. when it was scary. Exactly. So it's always it's always been a good park. It's always made me really sad when people called it a half day park. And I'm like, dude, we go to the same park. Because even when it was small, with the events, there was so much to do that we easily could have spent two days there. Easily. And 
their Halloween event. Okay, that's probably like my best, my number one thing, um, aside from like the attractions and stuff. Their their actual scary Halloween event, which they don't do anymore, which kind of saddens me. That's super sad. That was one of my dreams. (laughs) Oh, you never got to do it? Well, my son was in school, you know, so it's autumn. We can't really go. Fair enough. And school's just started, like, again, Mm -hmm. like, in the fall. Let me tell you, like, that was borderline, like whoa this is this is this a disney park yes what is going on like it's nowhere near halloween horror nights like it's it was nowhere near but that kind of like it in a way it was it was more family friendly but it was still pretty scary um the one i did it was like the the walkthrough house uh-huh. and it was so good the way they did that my favorite was the uh what's the the bad guy from Princess and the Frog. The, oh, he's so badass. The, um, the voodoo um, guy. I'm forgetting his name. I feel terrible. I can't now. remember anybody's name today. Uh, something. Yeah, something. Lear. What, what was it? Um, <laughs> I cannot yeah, remember. I'm sorry. Anyway, the villain from The Princess and the Frog. I, I'm. I could Google it, but you know, we'll just keep this going. <laughs> uh, they had like that in there, and it was like really. Like, it felt like you were in the bayou and everything. Like, they just w- really went all out with Dr. this. Dr. Facilier. So there we close. go. <laughs> <laughs> I got the ending. <laughs> and then there was a Pirates of the Caribbean section. Um, and uh, Nightmare, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the wrong franchise, Chris. <laughs> no, wrong part. Disney. <laughs> uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and stuff. Yes. It was just, it was so good. And the last, the past two years, it's kind of gotten a little more PG, like a little more family friendly, which is yeah. like, okay, that's more aligned with the Disney brand, sure. But I miss the, the crazy Halloween at Hong Kong. Dark. Hong Kong, I, I'm, I'm going to be very bold and say Hong Kong Disneyland had the best Halloween events out of all the Disney parks. Ooh, those are... That's they did. They did. Well, but... Not anymore. They used to. Mm, arguable, I would say. Tokyo Disney's is always fun and cute, right? Well, lately, their Tokyo Disney's has been not great. But <laughs> in the old days, back when we had a day and a nighttime parade and everything, it Fair was enough. and mysterious masquerade. Like, I don't think you could compare. Well, I've never. I never got to do those, so I I can't really. Yeah, the Halloween now them sucks compared to, well, yeah. I I'm sad I missed that. I missed that whole era of stuff. I feel like that's kind of what happens with the Disney parks. They have like this era where everything's really good, and then after that's kind of like, eh. I feel like that's kind of what's happening. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Let's continue on with uh, Halloween and by talking about Universal Studios Japan. <laughs> I know it's like, this is this is basically an early Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, like this is our favorite moments in the last five years. True. Um, Halloween Horror Nights. I loved it. Yes. At Universal Studios Japan, and I finally got to do it in the U.S. park as well. Park. I did it in Orlando. Let me clarify. Oh. I didn't get to do it in Hollywood, but I did do it in Orlando, and I loved it. It's and it works differently in, in Universal. Um, I feel like 
at, or sorry, in Japan, University of Japan, I feel like there's definitely not, there's not as many houses, of course, uh, but you don't pay extra for it. It's included with your ticket. Unlike the U.S. where it's a separate ticketed event. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what you get with Halloween Horror Nights at University of Japan, phenomenal for what you're paying. Yeah. The value is just like really high mm-hmm. up there. Oh, I got, I've done it twice now. I love it. Oh, love it so much. Like the I like the Nightmare on Elm Street Horror House, the Exorcist one. There's a Child's Play one, and like the weird dancing zombie thing that they seem to do. Yes, <laughs> which is so it's so over the top and weird. It's great. It has a really good balance too, because you know I had never brought my my son when he was younger because well, first of all there's there's school in autumn. Although we could have done a weekend trip. And second of all, I was like, oh, it looks really scary. And I don't know if it might be too much for him. But they have some really great things for small children as well, like really adorable. And it was so much more than what you see advertised um, for like their Halloween Horror Nights. It's it's really like they have something for all ages, which is fantastic. And if you have small kids and, and you're afraid of going, don't be. Um, there's specific areas where like the scary stuff is happening and there's also cute and fun areas that are open all day as well. So that was one thing that I did not understand at that time until we went later when he was older. Yeah. Cause in the U S it's kind of all or nothing. Right. right? It's all like, (laughs) it's all horror and blood and gore, Uh but universal studios, Japan is like, Hey, we have all that, but then we also have the cute, like here's hello kitty and a, you know, cute outfit, and here's Snoopy and friends and peanuts. Yeah, and, and like greetings where the kids get right there yeah. with the characters and trick or treating. Yeah, so it's really it's cool. Great. That's one of my favorite things at University of Japan. Like, I will travel just to go and do that. Yeah, same here. Just that, and also Cool Japan. Cool, cool Japan. You know, I'm. That's such a good event. I have my uh, my nerd side and. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why we bought our first annual pass was to go to like do this cool Japan thing. And it was worth going all year round. And that was something that it was it was last year. And we I guess it's still valid. I don't know. But not like we're going anytime soon. But I um, am so, so happy that we did the annual pass and going to USJ all year round and seeing how the events change. Um, I think they are right now their entertainment is much better than tdr's and the cast interaction as well they're really killing it and um <laughs> their safety measures a little uh i don't know if i trust them right now <laughs> but um they they have done a lot of really really great things lately and i hope in the future after all this is over um they continue to to keep knocking it out of the park cuz it's just fun all year round and I hope when we record our, maybe our 300th episode, mm-hmm. I can say, what was our favorite moments in the past, whatever years? And then I can say Super Nintendo Land, World. Can you imagine? <laughs> Univer- Super Nintendo era at Universal Studios Japan. But I'm going to have to wait for that. But yeah, the cool Japan stuff. So I've done it. I've done that twice now. So I guess similar to Horror Nights. Yeah. And... 
I loved the Final Fantasy overlay they did for the Space Fantasy attraction, where it's the VR helmets. Oh, yeah. That was so cool. Even though I got really dizzy and <laughs> almost threw up, <laughs> no! it was worth it. It was worth it. But VR and roller coasters and I do not get along. But I I braved it so I can see this Final Fantasy attraction. Oh. And it was so worth it. It was worth it. And some of the merch from that event, their merch is so good. Like the Chocobo popcorn bucket. And it... it Squawked. It squawked. That's it squawked. That's so amazing. Like a squawking popcorn bucket, and it kept selling out. Oh, and I never got to get it. Aww. I never got to get it. That was a good sentence, Chris. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Universal. It was just such a you know the so much is, fun. They're so creative with the things that they do, and like. The different, because those attractions are all temporary. They're only there for, it depends how long they're there during the entire cold event or whether they're only there for a couple of months. So some are there six months. Some are there for only three months, you know. They had, um, I don't know, I guess it did eventually open the walkthrough attraction where you're walking with VR on at the same time and like fighting monsters in the monster, was it Monster Hunter? Monster Hunter, yeah. Monster, hun- mon- monster. monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> On the Monster Hunter um, attraction, right? That's so creative. They've done um, stage shows using the Terminator stage. Like you said, the VR coaster, which is so creative and such a great combination for various different IPs. And I think um, the the live action show for Loop on the Third, for example, they are so creative with these really temporary events and attractions. And I think that's so amazing. Yeah, they they do such a wonderful, wonderful job with all that stuff. It's just, that's what makes you coming back. Yeah. Like, oh, and they got a cool night parade. For sure, right? (laughs) On top of everything. Can you believe that that's like an afterthought? That's insane. Yeah, like, oh, and here's a night parade. I mean, (laughs) it's not the most cohesive parade known to man, um, but it's still a lot of fun. It's pretty cool. It changes. It changes as it's on route. That's amazing. Harry Potter, Transformers, even though there is no Transformer presence in the park, which is odd. Uh, I've always wondered why they don't at least have the greeting that they have in the U.S. with the Transformers because it just looks so cool, you yeah, know. I don't and know. it's in the parade, so I wonder why. Like, wasn't Transformers originally from Japan anyway? No, I think it's American. Well, I think it went to America. Like, look, well, I guess the 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 movie franchise, the Michael Bay stuff, is no, from... no, no, the cartoons. Wasn't it in Japan first, then move? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking Power Rangers. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I could <laughs> I be wrong. I might be wrong. I don't know. We'll Google it later. Anyway, <laughs> Universal Studios Japan, fantastic. Favorite things in the last five years. Mostly Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Mostly Halloween. It's all Halloween. Oh, well, and probably uh, going on the flying dinosaur for the first time. That is my favorite, favorite roller coaster. It's like, it's intense, Uh but it's not so intense where (laughs) I don't enjoy myself, which 
I have a story about that in a moment when we go on to the next topic here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Flying Dinosaur, my favorite, favorite roller coaster. It's the it's a flying coaster. So kind of if you want to, I think it's the Manta Ray it's called in SeaWorld in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's other coasters. Like it's a type of coaster where you're kind of like lying down as it goes. Anyway, that's my favorite. Absolute favorite. And I don't know if this is really a favorite moment, more of a fail on my part, but was it two years ago? What when was the last Jurassic Park movie with Chris Pratt? Jurassic World. Oh man. Two years ago? Like I think it was two years, years ago? ago. Yeah, 2018. And the movie was just coming out in Japan, and I was at University of Japan uh for I think we went for a day. And then we, I went up to Kyoto to do some work up there. And who shows up at Universal Studios Japan the day after we're there? No. Chris Pratt and the other cast. Sorry, I don't know oh, the no. other cast name. <laughs> but they, they're, they're doing like the movie premiere. They were doing like a, a press event thing. And they're at the park. And I'm like, ah, oh, seriously? How cool I is that? I miss that. Uh, so I don't know if you want to call that a favorite a favorite memory. I don't know, but <laughs> I'll always remember that. Just like the stale cake, oh. I'll always remember that. <laughs> you still want a cake? I <laughs> uh, I know I know. Other theme parks. Other theme parks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I there see are other Fuji theme Q. parks. I have some. I have some. Um. Fuji Q. Fuji Q. I really enjoyed Fuji Q because when did, you're when did you go last? The last time we went was I believe two years ago. Because I think mm. my son was still in elementary school, and there was and um, there was an event going on at, over there at the time. Um, there was like an Attack on Titan event going on where you had to like solve a puzzle and there was some some food and merchandise or something like that and my son and I our absolute favorite thing that we did there was the haunted house like uh. it is so amazing I love it so much and but we were such we are the worst okay so we get there <laughs> and uh, I'm like okay don't be scared and he's like I'm not scared mommy I'm fine and so we go inside and we do the thing and when the when the monsters come out he's like no body touch <laughs> and then cut it back off <laughs> And then we're like, oh, look, here's brains in a jar. And oh, look, do you think this is a real MRI machine? And we're just like enjoying every detail. And we're the absolute worst. And I'm like, you have to pretend to be scared because it'll make them happy. And he's like, okay, let's do it. And we're like, oh, so scary. And they're like, bye, ghost. Because <laughs> uh, that, that's the one in the abandoned supposed abandoned hospital they, isn't it? they reconstruct so it was yeah they reconstructed the building and they rebuilt it there whatever it was a hospital or i don't know what it was because isn't it dubbed one of the scariest haunted houses in the world it is and you know they always say i think there are different routes because we saw a video online of people like it was kind of like a weird movie it wasn't like a documentary it was like a 
like a pretend situation where different people go into the haunted house and bad things happen to them, right? And I'm like, whoa, we did not see that room and we did not see this room. So I had heard it's like an hour long, like at least 50 minutes, like minimum. And I think it took us at the most, and we were going pretty slow, about 30 minutes. And we were looking at everything, like, oh, look, body parts, you know? Oh, where do you think they got these posters? And so I'm like, no, there's no way. How do you spend an hour in there? So I think there are different routes that you can take. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. I, yeah. I've never done it because of the two times I've gone to Fujiki Highland, no one's wanted to do it with me. And you can't do it by yourself, right? Yeah. You what? have to go with someone. So the groups I was with, no one wanted to do it. So I've never been able to do it yet. So Okay, we got to go. After the pandemic <sighs> is over, let's do this. You're going to go first. I will go first. I'll be like, no body touch. <laughs> I, uh, okay, okay, deal. Let's deal. do it. We'll do that. And then we'll get uh, our little, like our glow-in-the-dark omamori at the souvenir shop. And we'll get some zombie brain curry or something. Sounds, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> well, besides me not doing the haunted the haunted house there, I did. I've done all the coasters. Yes, and Fujiku because they're that's what you go for. That's another thing that we have coaster. in common that we're both coaster freaks. Whew. Some of those Let coasters are hard on the body. <laughs> yes, two of them definitely are. Um, like intentionally. The other one, uh, I think it's just because it's kind of rough. <laughs> um, the the one that just like, whew, I I'm getting dizzy just thinking about it. The Ijanaika. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> that it's 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 called a 4D coaster. You're going back and forth, and you're spinning, and you're yeah, spinning while like spinning, and it's like like the seats spin. Uh huh. Like forward and back yeah. while you're looping and oh my yeah. ooh, i did not know where i was or who i was when i was done with that roller coaster <laughs> i feel like i'm like am i getting older am, am i is this what happens when you when you hit a certain age you know but no that makes me feel better that you also felt that way because i it was rough it was fun though it, it was, was it was it was, was fun wild. that was one of my favorite things like i always remember that um the other one, the Drompa. Yes. The launching coaster. I haven't done it since they redid it, where they added the, the loop. The dun, the dun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they added a loop on that one. Um, I wrote it before that. I don't know if they still do this, but they f- they psych you out with the countdown. I think, yeah, I they, I think hated they still that. do. <laughs> they go like, you know, three, two, and then they don't say one. So they're like, San. Knee, and then you go. (laughs) (laughs) I hated that. I hated that because I was not expecting that. I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Good memories. And then the other one, uh, I can't remember the name. It's just like the regular coaster. Oh, yeah. uh, It has like the world's, it had the world's longest drop. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's good view. Like, even if it's not the highest anymore, you got a really gorgeous view. It's rough as guts, though. It is. It's like, it's like, oh my god, what's happening? Well, actually, that's the coaster that the Fujiki Highland people or whatever are riding when they do that that now viral video of 
please scream inside your heart. <laughs> That's the coaster they're riding. <laughs> and like, it's such a weird park because like there's other stuff that's just like, it's just like kind of like little crazy attractions like that aren't co- like, you know, did you see the little spinning airplanes? I did that. It's it's so wild. It's like, okay, let's keep spinning. How many times? And some people are so good at it. I swear they must go there regularly because I held in there. I was just the entire time spinning. And there were people that got an even higher like turn rate. I'm like, how are they doing it? You know? Yeah. Oh, I, I could not. I, I get really dizzy. Easily. I got super dizzy and I do not get dizzy easily. Oh, like. So you're in this plane that goes high above the ground and you can, you like make yourself do a barrel roll. Yes. Like you can like, you control it. You can do it continuously without stopping or you can, oh. you can control it. I like, I freaked myself out. Like I almost started panicking because I got stuck upside down No, and I could not get myself away from that. I'm like, <gasps> I can't spin. I can't spin. Oh goodness. I'm going to pass out. Uh, yeah. Because you have to build the rhythm. With the wings. Yeah. I figured that out eventually. <laughs> so Fujiki Highland is such a, a... A lot of people don't go, and they need to. They it's really do. A, like, I know you think it's, oh, it's just like a theme park in the or an amusement park in the mountains, but it has so much, like, weird personality. You really should go. It's, it's a quirky park, and it's wonderful. Yeah. There's even, like... You get to see Mount Fuji. Like, what? Where yeah. else can you see Mount Fuji while riding a roller coaster? Like, come on, come on! <laughs> uh, Absolutely worth it. It is. Moomin Valley. We're kind of running out of time here, but Moomin Valley. I went to that last year. That was a, a highlight of mine. Uh, going to another new theme park. I haven't really done much with it though, in terms of like writing and stuff. I need to do that. Yeah. That was fun. That was cute. It's I really cute enjoyed and that. It's new, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Universal Studios Singapore. Oh yeah. I went to that. I. It's not the greatest park in the world, but I still had fun. It's all. It's always nice when you get to go to somewhere new. Yeah. So that was fun. I enjoyed it. It's I like Singapore. Really cool to see the differences of like how mm-hmm. one like theme park is run around the world. I think that's so interesting. Exactly. Is that it? Is that it for our favorite moments? I think that's it. Like the only thing I can maybe add is Aulani. Does that count? I don't know if it counts, but we'll make it count. That was the last thing we did before the pandemic. <gasps> and it was amazing. <laughs> and I always like we had like kind of put it off. We're like, oh well it's just like a hotel and there's other things to do in Hawaii. There's so much to do. But we enjoyed it so much and we went at Christmas time and they had like Christmas cookies and candy canes and it was just so much fun. And even though it's a hotel, there's like different events going on during the day and you can do character greetings. And um, yes, there is a lot more to do in Hawaii, but I'm glad that we took a few days to do that. I need to get to Alani. I haven't done that you yet. You have it's to. On, it's on my list. I mean, just, just to get to the islands in, in Hawaii, mm. it's, there's so much. It's so gorgeous. Whenever we get to travel again. One day. We'll do, we'll do that. One, One day. day. One day. <laughs> <laughs> well, Explorers, wow. Again, 200 episodes. Thank you so much 
for those of you that have listened to all 200 and some episodes of us. <laughs> we should send like a medal or something. Yeah, you should get something. I don't know. Like a sticker. <laughs> Medals are, are pretty, I feel like that's pretty expensive. You can get a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we see you next, you'll, you'll get a sticker. How's that sound? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we, you know, another five years. Yeah. Like, who knows? Who I knows mean, where this is going to go? I hope so. Well, well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Who knows? Who knows right uh, now? Everything's a, so like up in the air. Up in the air. Yeah. But it's been a crazy, wonderful, fantastic, life-changing five years on the podcast. It's been so fun. It's been such a wild ride. And I'm so glad that, that we could do this together. I mean, you're, yeah. you're so amazing. So thank you for, yeah, for doing this for 200 episodes. And thank the <laughs> listeners for listening. You guys, I, you, you have dedication. <laughs> um, and if you're new, check out some of those older episodes. Uh, I, I mean, maybe the beginning ones might be a little rough, but I think there's a lot of fun to be had with those as well. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, and of course, Patricia, this the show would be nothing without you. No, I don't know. It might be more calm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the yin to my yang. I know. I feel like we're such a this. good team. You know? Yeah. I'm like the calm and collected one, and you're the fiery the one. The crazy Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There we go. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> so, okay. So before we go, we, we're going to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash TDR now. So big, 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 big thank you times 200 to Acro Disney Girl, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer. Hi, Mom. Remember that stale cake we had? <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, Brent M, Claire, or... Yeah, Claire, Carrie, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, Baker, and Kevin. And a big, big thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H., Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, and Eli. Again, Explorers, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times over for supporting us for the last five years and here's to the next five let's do it (laughs) all right explorers we're off stay safe wash your hands wear your mask all that stuff and we will talk to you next week (gasps) bye guys